We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Jossium. to another episode of in the trenches i am your host jasim hey listen today we have we are in the teacher's dilemma moment teacher's dilemma moment hey listen we about to start a new part of in the trenches that eventually go into the area of teacher's dilemma because guess what our foundations of anything begins with our educators our teachers but listen today today coming back the lovely the brilliant a special guest who is a co-founder of Interverse Inc. and also an educator, Miss Angela L. Johnson. I'm glad to be back no with problem. you. I'm ready to get this show on the road. <laughs> it's always a joy. There's no telling what is getting ready to come out of my mouth. What is our topic today? What are we talking about? Okay. But you know, here in the trenches, even though it is Teacher's Dilemma, dedicated for teachers. Now, you know, we, you know, we talk about what we want, how we want, real and raw, correct? That's right. So, every time. All right, so we ain't going to worry about what comes out your mouth. We're going to say what we want, how we want, and the way we want. We're oh, going to put it like that. Door. You have opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> hey, that's okay. And I'm not trying to close it neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's get started. That's all I need is a go. Give me well, the green light. Well, the, today's topic is, in Teacher's Dilemma is should white teachers be allowed to teach black babies? Going to the bottom of the ocean on this one. We're oh, going. yeah. Oh, yeah. We, 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 the trenches on yeah, we're going all the way down to the barrel, you know, because Ooh. there is a difference between the two in how these kids learn and how they are treated regarding their future. So, what's your take on it? Oh, oh my goodness. Should white teachers be allowed to teach black babies? Oh, my goodness. There's so many different levels to this. Um, there's so many different levels and so many different angles because this is this is a thing. Um, and to look at the impact that race 
has on a child in the education system can't be taken lightly because race is a part of our country and our governing and economics. And that's how it was was founded on race. That's how it was founded, right? That's how it was founded. So we can't negate the importance of what this relationship looks like for our children um, that are in classrooms led by white teachers. Mm-hmm. I want to say no. That's my first answer. That's my first honest, true answer. Should white teachers be allowed to teach black babies? No, and especially no at the fundamental developmental stage, which mm-hmm. is the early primary years. No. Um, Why is that? There's a certain cultural understanding that the black race of people in America all have in common Mm -hmm. that is foreign to the white race of people. And when I say foreign, I mean, they're on the other side of it. So they know that racism exists, but they experience it it from a different lens of respection or perspective that children, parents, families, and Black communities experience it in. Um, rarely are white people on the si- on the same ti- same side of the table um, when it comes to the experience of being a child in a classroom um, or knowing what the impact of it is and those the the little details that matter um, and that seem very small but we know culture culturally it is a big deal Um, and that can come in terms of how a child presents themselves what they look like from their clothes their hair the way that they speak um, the language the innuendos in between the language the way that you say the same word Um, Mm -hmm. You know, once you change the actual way that you say a word can mean something different, have a different definition. And we understand that automatically versus where a white teacher may take it uh, offensively or take it in a different way and respond to it, which could send a child on a pathway that they were not intending to be put on that pathway just because they were being themselves. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is that a child then bears the responsibility to learn the switch code game in order to survive in a classroom where the teacher is white, where the teacher doesn't have the same responsibility to do a switch code to understand the black child that they're responsible for teaching. So that's why I say that no, a white teacher should not be allowed to teach a black baby unless there is a significant amount of training and cultural understanding that that white teacher um, must go through. And this program should be crafted and created by other black educators that set the rules for how the white teachers can be allowed to engage with black students properly. And then even with that, it should still be suspect to have a white teacher in the classroom with black children. And I'm not saying that to be offensive or rude or mean. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that is the way that we keep the honor of who we are as a people and we are true to our values and make sure that that is what is being incorporated in the learning environment. And it's already been proven that when children 
have black leaders as example as their educators in the classroom then they're shown to have a greater success they're shown to um a greater number of students are shown to apply to colleges and do post-secondary uh planning in that direction when it has been guided by uh, a teacher that represents the same culture and background as theirs so what what do you say you know because this is this is your area of specialty because i'm not a i'm i'm not an educator um i was back in years ago i was a substitute and had to sit in the classroom but that was different so what would you say for those educators that are white that will probably say or processing or listening and thinking well i have black students i have black friends so i know how to how what they going through and what they dealing with because there's just be faces there there's always going to be somebody white they're going to say they know something that they don't know because well i think so here here's the tricky part in that because i i think that when a white person or it is not just white people that say that you know there are black people that say well i have white friends you know they're, right. they're, everybody says that they have some connection with the other race and deep down we're all connected because we're all human so yes that is true but because we exist in a country that has profited off of the division created by um dividing um equality based on race and economic uh or cultural backgrounds then we know that it does have um a factor that supersedes the individual the individual's perception that they know something about this particular culture you see what mm -hmm. i mean so there right. you cannot you can say that you know it because you have observed it from mm -hmm. being on the other side because we are connected it's like when you have a what was that thing on the playground a seesaw oh seesaw you had a <laughs> seesaw right so you you can have somebody on this end and somebody down on that end. We're constantly doing that. But what we have in common is oh, I'm going to go the other way. What we have in common <laughs> is the bar that you know keeps us connected from either plane. So yes, mm. the white person who's been up here can see what the impact of racism has done to the black community down here. But you're looking at it from a different vantage. So yes, you know what has happened, but until mm -hmm. you go from here to over here and then do mm -hmm. this, then your knowledge is not from the same vantage point and it does not um, include the innuendos, the, the, the details about what makes a black person black mm -hmm. in America. You cannot know that from where you sit. You can be an an ally with it, or you can be an enemy with it, but mm. you can never be a part of this in America because you don't have the same set of history or the same set of circumstances. And until that is acknowledged, you know, until I can get a white teacher that says, I will replace my life with one of my black students 
mm-hmm. in every aspect so that my black student can experience what it is like to live as a white person in this country and I can experience what it is to live like a black person in this country in order to understand how to teach a black child then you could never know and mm-hmm. and and what's the reality of that happening maybe that the idea of being able to trade places like that is so far-fetched or we've been fed the narrative that is so far-fetched that's that's the degree that white uh being white comes with is that the idea that you could actually replace my position is so far-fetched that we don't even try to drive a pathway to that there's so many mm-hmm. different things are in, already in place to protect the white experience in America that to assert that you as a white person can understand what a black child is going through because you have black friends or because you have lived in a black community is egregious. I'm offended. I like, I would never say that. I would never say, oh, I know how to teach a white student because I have white friends or because I have white people in my family or because I associate with white people at work. Mm-hmm. I would hope that, that the idea that you are impacting a child's development requires more than your association with someone of the same race that you're teaching. But that's the thing that they don't have to have that. There's no more requirement for a white teacher to come into the space with black children to teach them other than them just agreeing that they want to teach in that space. <clears throat> Whoa. Nothing more has to happen. Nothing more has to happen. And you know why? Because there's already a gen- an agenda that says when a school goes into IR and predominantly those, and most often those are our community schools that go into IR, mm-hmm. um, which is basically probation. Uh, you, right. you receive so many um, low report card grades for your school. Um, that you have, they give you two or three years to go through a process where you can build yourself and get out of that, or your school will be shut down. And so, what the strat, one of the strategies is, is when the school goes through IR, they will typically replace the entire leadership on that campus, which for most of our schools will be black leadership. Um, they will get rid of a good number of black teachers who they say are not performing or producing what they need to see data wise. So they move them to different campuses. They make them retire early. They do whatever they do Mm -hmm. to our teachers. And then they bring in a new wave of administration, which typically they're white or they're not black. And the majority of the teachers, because of course, when in in any leader, when they leave uh, or transfer to another school, most often they will bring their teachers that are the, the highest performing with them that they were able to do so well in that campus. So they bring them over with them to this new campus. Again, there's no real focus on identifying what are the values of this current campus? What is the culture uh, of this current campus in this neighborhood where these children coming from? Nothing in a significant manner because when they come in, their agenda is we got to get them out of IR because we got to keep this school. And there's no requirement there aren't any requirements to maintain cultural consistency or identity for the students at that campus. Again, 
bringing another traumatic experience for children that are currently learning in that school. So now if you were in the classroom where predominantly all of your teachers were black Mm -hmm. and you come in the next year, now all of your teachers are white. Mm -hmm. That that is a cultural shift. I don't care where you got this white teacher from. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, and 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 and, and when true. I speak that, even me speaking that, I'm I'm speaking just because that is a narrative that exists in America. Now, do I know that there's another place where all people live where race does not matter? Uh, we yes, of course I know that. Of course I know to judge a person based on their character and where their heart is and where their mind is uh, mm-hmm. should always hold precedence over judging a person by their care by their color. But here in America, that's been a requirement. We mm. would be foolish not to know how that shows up in our lives. So why yeah. would we not be wise to know how it shows up in our children's lives in the classroom when that is a person who is responsible for that child's academic development? How could we not make that a thing? It, it, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, as you were talking, in a process and, and, you know, I looked up, you know, and uh, white teachers and black students, and there is so many news articles on this very topic that a lot of people ignore. For example, uh, what's the CNN, November the 16th of this year, about, you know, a, a black middle school student told CNN that he was angry when his when his teacher a white man told his class that his race is the superior one then you have the independent co out of England is basically reporting the same information then you have Pflugerville which is right on the side of Austin Texas ISD a teacher resigned after the video was posted online that showed him telling black students his race is superior. Yeah, it's a thing. But that's not anything new. That's been the narrative to be here in America. That's been the narrative to be here in America. And what's crazy is that that type of thinking has always been, I'm not gonna say it's always been one-sided, but mm-hmm. it's not been equitable in the number of reportings that are coming out with black teachers telling black students, oh, our our race is more superior than the white race. And right. I've not heard of reports where black teachers are telling white students the black race is more superior than the white mm-hmm. race. Mm-hmm. Again, it's always that white entitlement or that white supremacy that really comes from a place of belief from the origins of the country of America. So when you have the descendants of those people put in such a significant place in front of our children, would they have direct contact to what goes into our children's minds? Mm-hmm. And race has been allowed to become the predicating factor of influence. That should be a discussion. And the fact that most school districts 
I don't want to say that they don't consider it, but it does not have a stronger bearing over the placement or assignment for teachers in a classroom than met data metric uh, metrics or testing metrics. You know, mm-hmm. that's not held to the same caliber of concern as it should be. And again, parents, we need to be paying attention to what our children say and what they are experiencing when they go into a classroom because parents don't know what happens on the other side of those classroom doors. When you when a when the classroom door closes, it is the adult in that classroom that sets the tone for everything that that's, is experienced in that classroom. That's true. And that, that is true. They are most school districts are are hemorrhaging teacher shortages like we, we we there's such a short supply of teachers that it doesn't take much to get a job in education i don't even know if they ask the question do you like children on the application <laughs> you you see what i mean like is i don't even think that's considered it is do you have yeah. your certification i i guess they assume that because you have gone into this field and gotten your certification that you like children but you will be surprised there are some people that get into education not to be in the classroom but because they plan to go into administration but to go into administration you have to have years of experience as teaching in the classroom yeah and some of them i've realized some of the educators <clears throat> that 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 teach they only do it because they don't have anything else to do without steady income. They don't want to be there, but at least they, they is money coming in. They don't it's have to work hard. In. They can be off during the summer. They have their holidays off, but they don't want to deal with the kids, but they like the benefits. And that's the only requirement. That's, that's, that's the hmm. space that our children are going into. That's the, that is the value that our country holds with our children that we don't even scrutinize the adults that we put in their space uh, more heavily than, than what we do. We, we have a greater covering over our banks. When you go in, there's not one single bank that you walk into that you do not see a security guard standing out there in front in his uniform with a gun in his pocket, (laughs) right there at the door. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure there may be one or two, depending on the bank, that are undercover inside the bank that everybody has been trained on the operation. They're a button tier to push. If somebody tries to come mm-hmm. in, there's a whole investment of protection that goes into what America's values the most. And it is always attached to the financial institutions. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that, that's, that is true. That is true. Well, let, well, let me ask you this. Now I, I, back in the day I read, I did some reading and research and I had a conversation years ago um, with some, some coworkers and we kind of had a, a strong hot debate in, rego- in regarding a situation in this area, but we spoke about the fact of what this topic is, you know, white teachers teaching blacks. And the biggest thing that I was saying was the fact that a lot of the white teachers don't understand our reaction or our, our emotions, how we express our emotion. And then they take that frustration or agitation 
and make it seem like we're being either disrespectful or we being or be accused of being racist. But even then, how are you gonna be racist and we're the ones being suppressed? Does not make any sense. Okay. Um, That's a great point. That's a great point. That's so my process and and most of them kind of eventually agreed but most of them didn't is how can we get people or can we get white teachers to understand that there is a cultural difference in regards to for i'll give you an example a black student is more energetic than a white white student. So you have to handle a black student completely different. Now, old school teachers, they used to do paddling in the school. You get right, you sit there and you listen and you end up learning and you grow and then you become a, a productive citizen to society. And of course, in, in your community as well. But white teachers don't understand that. And so they use those different races, label or stereotypes and things of that nature. How is it that, or it, can it be where we can get these white teachers to understand there is a cultural difference? You cannot treat a white child or a white kid the same way you treat a black child. And of course, historically, we've always had to chastise our kids because what would happen? Right. We right. would get sold from right. our kids. Right. <clears throat> so that's part of our culture, part of our history, why we chastise right. our kids. Right. right, right, right. I think that, um, I think they do hmm. understand. I, I don't think that there's not a one single white teacher in the world that does not understand when they are going into a school labeled as black, what that means. I, trust me, every white teacher thinks about that. They they make the adjustments. They look for their safe spaces, even within the school. They look for their allies within the schools to make sure that if anything happens while I'm teaching these black kids in here, <laughs> you know, and um, wow. And I know that these are sweeping generalizations because I'm sure there are some white teachers that would uh, disagree. And this, this is not to say that I don't have relationships with white teachers. We're all in the same space teaching. And there are some white teachers that teach their ass off to mm -hmm. our black kids. But if I had a choice between it being a black teacher teaching their ass off to our black kids and a white teacher teaching their ass off to my black kids, I would always rather it be a black teacher. Now we can invite some white teachers to do some, you know, extended type of learning opportunities just to interact and get a different perspective. Because when you go out into the world, you will have to know how to adjust to right. different people's perspectives based on their races. That to me is the learning value in having teachers of different races being in the space because it's a representation of what the world represents. So yes, experience it and learn it. Mm. Um, but teachers, white teachers understand the difference between going to a white school and a black school. And there are so many different factors that contribute to that difference. There are economic factors, even um, sometimes just the building factors, what the, what the building looks like when you walk into the space of a 
typical black school in the black community, it it looks under-resourced. It doesn't even hold a culture or a space of active, positive academic growth development. Um, you know, so oftentimes I think when a white teacher goes into a black school, it is with this narrative or this perspective as if they're coming to be the white savior to these kids, you know, let us come in and I was thinking let the same us thing. fix, you know, what these black children, all these poor black children, they've been mm -hmm. so oppressed, they've been broken down for mm -hmm. so long. Let me come in here and give them something to smile about and let me pat their heads and tell them how great of a job like they did doing. to Native Americans. You see what I mean? So that is the part that we become so conditioned to understanding that that's how our system operates, that instead of maintaining, even if in that moment, we may be acting as though we're accepting and we understand what this is for a moment of surviving in this space, because I don't have much power or authority to do anything else different. But my mm -hmm. mind, though, I'm aware of what this is. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see the impact and I'm able to see, even in the smallest ways, how Black teachers will, will, they will be moved by when a white teacher is in their presence or when it's a white administrator in their presence. They see how our Black teachers will even switch code according to who is coming in the classroom or when the mm -hmm. white principal is coming. I've been a part of it. If, if we're going to have an observation that day, let me tell y'all mm -hmm. something. Don't when they come in this classroom, don't y'all start acting up. You better sit down. You better act like y'all in here learning everything in here today. Everybody on it. We on the same page. Good. Mm -hmm. That's a conversation that white teachers don't have with black students. Not in the same way that I do. Not in the same way. And that's not to say it's bad or good. That's just to make a statement on what it is to experience school as a black child, as a black educator, when we are not in the same position of authority, even amongst another white teacher, sometimes the positioning is not the same. Even in a black school, a black teacher may not have the same level of positioning as a white teacher in that same school. There's so many different levels. There's so many things that take place. So I think the idea of having a white teacher in the space of black children um, must be addressed. And I think it should be a rubric of measurement if it's not already one that exists, that should be a part Probably of the not. developmental training for when you are bringing in different cultures and perspectives into the same space when children are involved because it would be negligent to not do that. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a huge negligence in what's happening with our black children in our communities. And you, and you brought up a, a, a good point, uh, bringing in people into our community, because I know we'll, you, you will probably have another episode on this, on Teacher's Dilemma, but the idea of how America is attracting foreigners from other countries to come and teach our kids and their English, their understanding, their comprehension, 
is not on the same level as here in the United States. And they they're not putting their best foot forward, I call it, in teaching our kids. So it's even suppressing, you know, you tell me if I'm wrong, it seems like they're suppressing our education system for us, the kids even further down because they're they're cherry picking from different countries while our good teachers are quitting, like you mentioned, are retiring, saying, get the, I'm getting the hell out of here. That's right. And without the support of the school board, without the support of the parents and the participation of the parents on top of that, I'm noticing that. So am I looking at this incorrectly? Because I mean, I'm seeing how this is going to affect not only the child, but it's going to affect the child's family. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's going to affect that community where that mm-hmm. family is in and then that community goes into that city and then the city mm-hmm. goes into the county and the county goes mm-hmm. into the state and state to the nation. Mm-hmm. 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 That's exactly how it goes. Um, that's, that's a tough one. Um, because again, you know, is is being aware of what are the messages that we're sending, um, that we're teaching our children when we're bringing different elements into their space of learning. What are the important moments that we're not taking care to um, to really properly set into that space? And I've seen that too. And that is the thing. You would be surprised. And then they, they bring foreign teachers um, who are still trying to learn the English language for themselves, mm-hmm. let alone trying to adjust to the African-American vernacular that may be occurring in that classroom space. So one of the things that they do is they remove, this is the point, they remove the value of the African-American culture experience within that space. So again, it's not a requirement for the teacher coming into that space to adjust and make sure that they are communicating um, in a way that meets the child's needs. The The responsibility is on the child to try mm. to adapt an understanding, uh, to be able to hear and interpret, even at times interpret what they just received from that foreign teacher um, that may not be conjugating verbs correctly, may not be using proper noun placement, you know, mm. just those things that we take for granted to communicate in the English language. And then the child has to interpret it and then understand it what it means from an academic standpoint and then they also have to weed through just from the fact of what does it mean to have somebody representing a different culture in that space like what are all of the what are they are the things that they're not talking about in that space when you bring somebody in from a different culture who may have a different body scent or body odor or they may eat a different food that smells differently, that smells different than what the child has seen before. Or, you know, they do have a strong accent and the Mm -hmm. child really wants to know, well, where are you from? How did you Mm -hmm. get that? Like the child wants to know who is in my space. Mm -hmm. But the school system does not make it a requirement. Like if the teacher chooses to do that, and I have seen some foreign teachers that do great jobs with making sure that their the children can get as 
a great of a connection and relationship with them as they can, but there's only so much time allotted for that. And when a teacher has to make the decision to choose between staying true to my requirements as a teacher, hitting these milestones, making sure that by progress report, I have 15 grades in the system by then. And I've gotten my notebook that I've, uh, my parent uh, communications log that I've talked to all of my parents and you know, we put so much pressure that even on the foreign teacher, if they have to choose between making sure that my child connects with me versus me delivering my lessons and my activities so I can say, hey, I did that, even if it wasn't to the uh, greatest efficiency uh, to expect these children to be able to produce an understanding to where I can now test it and estimate that they should be able to get at least a B or higher I'm not going to take that chance because the, the system won't allow me to. So I'm going to do what I'm required to do, which is in any kind of language. I'm going to teach these skills. I'm going to give out these homework assignments. I'm going to give out these tests. And these are the grades that they got. And the child has to bear the, the greater responsibility of adjusting according to that than the teacher does because nowhere in the teacher's requirement for success, is it measuring, well, how well did you um, assimilate into the cultural understanding of the children? How well did you assimilate yourself into the, um, uh, the background, into the uh, language uh, and the relationship of trust? How well did you do that with these students? Because trust me, I, I know that their grades will reflect how much a teacher gave to that. And so mm -hmm. what we do is we say that the grades are a measurement of what the child has learned. No, the grades are a measurement of the teacher's impact on that child. So if you are getting a wide variety, mixture of A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's, mm -hmm. then you can pinpoint to where the teacher might have been able to connect on a greater level with certain students that got the A's and maybe mm -hmm. not so much with the students who got the F's. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is an academic implication. There is academic knowledge that either a child has to be able to develop for themselves in order to meet those requirements, but through that academic vehicle, it must be a point of cultural understanding. It must be a point of language communication that helps to facilitate that academic knowledge of understanding that most teachers don't have to really bear the responsibility of. Um, it normally falls on other components and is, is most often just a simple human connection, human nature, relationship building between the child and the teacher that if that is missed, then you will see that in the child's academic grades and scoring if the teacher has graded true to what it really represents. And most teachers are not going to do that. Most teachers are not going to put themselves at risk, um, possibly putting a blunder on their um, academic transcript or you know their experience or their resume, mm. you know, portfolio, whatever to say, 
well, you know, 40% of my teachers, 40% of my children's students fail. Teachers are not going to do that. And especially if they know it is a language barrier or a communication barrier or a cultural barrier. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to risk my checks. I'm not going to risk my checks, especially when the school districts are giving out bonuses for high performing teachers. Mm -hmm. And if that's based on grades, the grades may not even be true. You may be, I may be sending your child home with A's and B's at a minimum C's on a report card just to get them out of my classroom, knowing that I'm sending a child who's not academically ready to be promoted to the next level. But because I know I can hide behind that and all the district cares about is how it's showing up on paper. That's my out. That's that no kids left behind. Baby, it's kids graduating dumb as a doorknob. Ooh, isn't that the truth? They, they, they don't even know how to function Lord. A, a register. If it shuts down, goes down, they don't even know how to count money backwards Mm -mm. without a calculator. They can't even think on their Mm -hmm. own independently. And the best calculator that that was always taught to me, and and I have to be a little biased, is my my grandmother, who was a math teacher. She said, the best calculator, the best computer is your brain. That's right. You just have to develop it. That's right. That's right. And my, the most influenced, you know, I've had white teachers and black teachers, but the ones who really stayed on me were my black teachers. Me too. Helped me me in line. Yeah, of course, if I needed a little tap to stay in line, you know, a little love (laughs) tap, you know, I got a little love tap here and there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just being mischievous, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and and I see where a lot of our the kids are saying, "I'm done with school. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I give up," Mm -hmm. because they don't have any connections. If you, if they have a white teacher that that may care. That's right. But they can, like you said, they can't connect because there is a cultural difference. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it, and it should not be taken lightly. But, you know, this, that's, again, one of the ways that we've been duped to actually undermine our own cultural needs in order to serve the agenda of a system that was oppressing us and keeping out of keeping us out of their schools in the first place. So what they did was they said, okay, (laughs) now we're going to put our teachers in the space of your children and we're going to put them with our teachers. They're going to have time with them, more time with them than they even have with y'all at home. And I can, ooh, I can relate. Lord knows I can relate, cause high school, predominantly white high school. Mm. Me being who I am, treated a little bit different. Those that look like me, 
who has a permanent tan 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days out the year. Right, a permanent tan, right, right. Treat some of them differently because I noticed they lost who and what they are mm -hmm. and turn it back on the culture. Yes. But yes. what's funny is that those same so-called educators in high school at this predominantly white school at the time in a leaf mm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. and i decided consciously that i wanted to go to an all black school mm. just talked so negatively about going to an all black school with black teachers the words I, that came out these white teachers' mouth and some of the white students, you're going to be a drug dealer. You're going to get shot. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Wow. 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 I believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... To me, it's, 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 it's amazing how they say they're there for us, but they really against us for the that, most part. That part. That part. You know, I um, what I was just thinking when you said that, and this, ooh, this is going to take us even deep into the trenches on another show. We need to talk about should black teachers be allowed to teach black students? Because there are mm -hmm. some black teachers that you would think they white on the inside black on the outside you know there's some that care you know what you know what we call it what the oreo, oreo. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there there are some who do a, a greater disservice, disservice. Mm -hmm. and disconnection so here again this is my point when i speak to the fact that race should not be the determining factor on how we operate or how we how we move because there are some of us that are even black that because we have been so traumatized by the hand of the oppressor that we have turned into becoming the oppressor ourselves mm -hmm. and because it's us and we look like us you know you can't see the line so clearly everything is blurred and so you know your emotions get caught up and you're confused as to how are we supposed to be operating because there's so much on the line when someone who looks like me is the voice of terror for me the voice of damage the voice of trauma the voice that now, I expected that out of that person that doesn't even look like me. I can expect that. I know how to do that. But for you, when we come from the same, supposed to be coming from the same set of experiences, what has happened, what has changed? So we have to deal with what the impact of racism and slavery and oppression has done to us as a people and how we became disconnected. It's two, two different things that have to be dealt with by us. Yes, the mm -hmm. oppression itself, but the impact of the oppression and how it has turned us against each other. Um, the oppression will always be the oppressor long, as long as we're still battling each other out. They still have their hand over um, the, the hand of control mentality. over on top of us. Yes. And so that's 
that's the thing. We can talk about should white teachers be in the classroom teaching black children, but should black teachers be in the classroom teaching black children? What are the different factors that constitute a safe environment for that? Because some of our black teachers, oh, I, I listen, I have been on the other side of the table of, and it was really disheartening when I'm looking at the white leader of the school just like Loving the it. fact that we have to even be in this space and I'm looking at another black teacher like, yeah, you're not like me. You're different. Mm. You're different. And Came on a short bus. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like when you can recognize, mm. you know who they work for, like, you know, what what side, you know, what team they're on. You can recognize the. Um, the field, uh, you know, like back in the days of slavery where they had the, not the slave owner, but they would have, what was he called? The field master. They oh, yeah. their rope around <coughs> overseer. The, top of his horse. the overseer, you know, mm -hmm. when they, when they did give the, the, one of the, the slaves, the black slaves, a rifle and told them, mm -hmm. Hey, you control these other niggas out here and you make sure they, and so he thought that he had elevated to a place <laughs> higher than the other black people because you were assigned some authority to oppress those so you thought that that made you something different or better we don't understand that for some of us those were our ancestors just that like in the movie life that that's who you come from <laughs> just like in the movie life with mark lawrence and eddie murphy yes yes <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking about yes it's still true today yes it is still true today there are some of us that don't realize that you are getting paid more than me because you agreed to be the hand of, oppre of oppression over me. That's why they pay you more. Mm -hmm. Our children see all of that. Our children see all of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what mm -hmm. we're gonna do. I don't. I don't know either. But as we get as we wrap this up, I want you to give one word or a statement or something to the listeners and to the watchers out there on this particular topic that is for teachers by a teacher on teacher's dilemma. Um, that teachers um, must speak the truth. Um, we are the vanguards of what the futures can be for our children, regardless of racial background economic background you have to speak the truth according to what is the environment that we're sending our children into and equip them with what they need in order to be leaders of change but you have to first identify what does that mean for you and where do you stand on that definition of what the future should be um i, I don't think there's any industry or any area where you will see the same divide, you know, you'll see the same um, one side over here has this particular narrative or opinion and completely on the opposite side is a narrative that goes against that. I think that is how the creator of oppression has been so successful is that you take those that are the same and you divide them and make them see themselves on either side of the coin, even mm -hmm. though they're still the same, but you elevate it and you play with it like a teeter totter. Mm -hmm. So now 
you have you on either side but you don't recognize it because you're in the middle of it but i feel like teachers um are really God's angel here to protect the children on the earth. For some of our children, teachers can make the difference between life and death. They can make the difference between a child having a sense of awareness about their greatness or a sense of shame about their greatness. So I think that we should really, really, really take a hard look at what it means to be a teacher in today's world and make sure that we are aligning, being intentional about aligning ourselves according to that so that our children can know who, who is in front of them and who is around them mm-hmm. and who they should trust and who they should be aligning with themselves, aligning themselves with. Um, and that has nothing to do with academics. That has mm. nothing to do with any of that. You know, you can still be a voice to support uh, a future of college as well as you can support a future for a career. But your voice and what a child hears has to be one that is supportive, encouraging, loving, believing. Mm-hmm. Anything else other than that is destruction. And mm-hmm. we are serving up more destruction than we realize because we're so caught up in the system ourselves. So making sure that we are taking care of our mental states and being true to what our purpose is when we are around children is key. You know, I think you 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 go to a different kind of hell if you are a teacher and you mess up a child's future. I agree. I, I, I agree. And that's some... That's 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 ooh, that's that's a big pill to swallow from what you just stated. Well, listen to all those that's listening and watching. Hey, listen, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. But before we wrap this up, I want to make this very very clear. Our kids, the students, are very important. Not just now, but a future. So we must and need to get out of self, out of the way to make our kids and our future better because we have no room to complain if we're not doing our part and doing it the right way. That's right. So listen, check it out. I want you to check out Angela L. Johnson from Innerverse Inc. Anything that you need to know, should know, or in bettering your child or a teacher or educator, bettering your students, reach out to her. Please let them know how they can reach you. All right. Thank you. Right now we're on um, Instagram right now. So you can go to innerverse.inc. That's I-N-N-E-R-V-E-R-S-E dot inc on Instagram. Or shoot me an email at team at innerverseinc.com. That's T-E-A-M at innerverseinc.com. All right, now you got the information, how to reach out to her. Now you have no damn excuse not to be better, do better for the future. So no damn excuse now. You're accountable for your child and your students right now. Hey, listen, this is your boy, Jasim. Hey, listen for us on all podcasts as well as YouTube. Now also too, check us out on Patreon. You can donate 
for equipment and anything else that we need to make us better, but also most important, like and subscribe. So then we know that you listening, you watching and what we can do better. This is your boy, Jasim again. Peace out. Peace out. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.